Life Audio. Welcome to the Untangling Life Podcast with Rachel Wojo. I'm Rachel, and this podcast is where you'll find the space to clear your head and calm your heart. I'm so glad you're here. Make yourself at home. Well, hey there, Rachel Wojo here, and I'm so glad that you have joined me today. Today, we are talking about a topic that we continue from last week on how to build roots, but this week, we are diving into the fact that it's difficult to build roots when you live in an Insta world. What is an Insta world? Well, I think it's a world where Everything is instantaneous and we see things and want them. It's basically an Instagram world (laughs) where the pictures may not necessarily depict what is happening in real life and where everything is instantaneous. We receive a lot of self-gratification. It's difficult to build roots when you live in an Insta world. My brother used to tell a joke about a foreigner who came into the States for the first time. He went into the grocery store and saw amazing products there. And the first thing that he saw was instant milk powder. And his accompaniment at the store told him, yes, all you have to do is pour in the water and you have milk. And he said, wow, I love this country. A little ways down the the way, they saw what was called instant tea. And again, it was explained to him, all you do is pour in the water and you have tea. Wow, I love this country. His mind was blown. A few aisles over, he then arrived at a section with a product called baby powder. And you can imagine what he thought as his eyebrows raised. He once again almost said, I love this country until his store accompaniment said, it's not what you think it is. I guess how this translates for us today is that in a society where we have so much available to us, so many options that we have decision fatigue, we are prone to think that immediate is better. What I have learned through the test of time is that deep roots are what provide long-lasting sustenance. Shallow, instantaneous growth won't stand the tests of time. And whether that growth is in our faith walk or in our physical lives, I've had a few tests in my lifetime. Those tests required far more than instantaneous gratification. In Colossians 2, 6, and 7, where we opened up last week in last week's episode, How to Grow Roots in Christ, How to Truly Live in Christ, Colossians 2, 6, and 7 reads, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in Him, rooted and built up in Him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. I think this last part of the verse is so important because overflowing with thankfulness is the hardest when you feel like you're walking in the dark. Roots grow best in the dark, and I believe that's certainly the case for our family. If you've never heard this story before, or maybe you have heard it before, I want you to indulge me for just a moment as I share one of the hardest times in my life where I was struggling to be overflowing with thankfulness, to be grateful in the dark. 
I was sitting beside my daughter, Taylor, who has since gone on to heaven, but at the time she was bedridden and we were caring for her in our home the best that we could. One particular summer day, all of my uh, caregivers who worked with Taylor had called off for the day and I was stuck at home with Taylor, so to speak, because it was sun shining outside. Normally, I did not mind being at home with Taylor at all. I enjoyed it very much, but this particular day was very sunny, and I am a sunshine girl. I wished with all of my heart as I sat there with Taylor that we could be out in the sunshine and she could just be enjoying the sunlight on her face. Since that was not an option that particular day, I stared out the window and I asked the Lord, why it had to be this way. And immediately the Holy Spirit pricked my heart and said, if you can't be out in the sunshine enjoying it, you can be happy for the sunshine coming in through the window. And I really believe the Holy Spirit was teaching me a lesson on gratitude and perspective that there are so many times where things can be so much worse than what they are And yet all we do is look at the negative and stare down the difficulty. At that moment, I determined that I could handle my perspective. I could choose to be grateful even in the dark. I could find things that I could be grateful for even when things are hard. And so I began to try to do so. It was a couple of years later, actually no, a couple of months later, when Taylor grew so much worse. And one day, as she was suffering, I stood by her bedside and I looked out the window and I prayed. I said, Lord, and I was angry. I said, Lord, you just don't know what it's like to watch your child suffer and die. And very clearly, I heard his voice say to my heart, Oh, yes, I do. I watched my son suffer and die for you. And all of a sudden, I realized that I had so much to be thankful for. And that even in suffering, there was a service that God was doing for me. That there was so much to be learned. And that I could overflow with thankfulness because even in that deepest, darkest place, of disease and staring death in the face, I could be thankful that there's a heaven and that Jesus paid the price so that I could be Well, good day to you. It's Joel with The King Country dropping in to let you know that our brand new film, Unsung Hero, is in theaters now. It's Luke here. We've teamed up with the creators of Jesus Revolution to bring you this adventure of a lifetime. It's a powerful, true story about a family uniting, growing in their faith, and facing the impossible together. In theaters now, unsunghero.movie for more information. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. In Ephesians 3, 17 and 18, it says, So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, 
that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. How do we really grow beautiful roots when we live in such an insta world? There are six requirements for growing healthy roots when you have a tree or a plant or anything green. Six requirements for healthy roots. We want to have a healthy soil. Plants need water. They need sunlight. They need space. They need the perfect climate or environment. And they need protection. These six things, soil, water, sunlight, space, climate, and protection. How does that look for us and our spiritual walk in building deep roots in our faith? Well, I would say that the healthy soil is God's love. God's love, just as Ephesians 3 says, Trees require healthy soil that provide adequate drainage and nutrients. Soil that's too compacted or lacks nutrients makes it difficult for roots to penetrate deep into the ground. And when you don't have the nutrients that you need, Rush University Medical Center explains what happens. You can experience severe hair loss, burning sensation in your feet, wounds are slow to heal, you can have bone pain, you can have irregular heartbeat, your night vision deteriorates. I think these are all things that spiritually happen to us when we don't have the nutrients that we need, when we haven't taken the time to root ourselves into God's love, the healthy soil of God's love. We have spiritual wounds that become slow to heal. We would even have festering maybe of those wounds and we have trouble seeing in the dark when we haven't saturated ourselves in the soil of God's love. Ephesians 3, 17 through 20 in the Living Translation says, And I pray that Christ will be more and more at home in your hearts, living within you as you trust in him. May your roots go down deep into the soil of God's marvelous love. And may you be able to feel and understand, as all God's children should, how long, how wide, how deep, and how high his love really is, and to experience this love for yourselves, though it is so great that you will never see the end of it or fully know or understand it. And so at last you will be filled up with God himself. God's love is our vitamin B, C, D, E, and even all the way to Z. In John seven thirty-seven and 38, we're told of the next thing that healthy roots really need. After the soil of God's love, we need Jesus, the living water. In John seven thirty-seven and 38, the Living Translation says, On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink, for the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from his heart. Does the world leave you parched and dry? May I encourage you to run to Jesus. He is our living water. If this world leaves you feeling empty, run to Jesus. Develop a rhythm with Jesus. And then after you've accepted God's love and after you have received the water of Jesus into your life, Jesus, the living water. Then the next thing that healthy plants and trees require is sunlight. And I would say for us spiritually, sunlight is the truth of God's word. Trees require sunlight to produce energy. 
through photosynthesis. A lack of sunlight limits a tree's ability to grow deep roots. And I would say that's true for us. John 1 says, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. The light shined in darkness, and the darkness could not overcome it. That is our light, the truth of God's Word. And when we have God's Word shining into our lives, then we experience deep roots. The next thing that trees and plants need for healthy roots is space. And for us, that is our time with God. Trees need enough space to grow without competition from other plants or structures. This allows them to spread their roots without being inhibited by physical barriers. What is competing for your quiet time with God? That's what I would ask you today because without your individual personal time with God on a daily basis, you will not be able to grow the deep roots that you need. And then deep roots require a strong climate. And for us, I would say that this climate is a community with believers. Different tree species thrive in different climates. Trees require the right temperature, humidity, and rainfall to growing deep roots. For us, This community can be really difficult to find a climate or community of believers that we really mesh with. It can be challenging. I hear all sorts of things like, I'm never going back to that church again, or I'm never trying small groups anymore. I tried and it wasn't successful. It's interesting to me what Peter Haas says of Substance Church. He says 10% of the population will jump into deeper circles of commitment on their own when it comes to church congregations, but the other 90% are invited into maturity. So there are 90% of the people who are just getting left out. They're not being a part of community within the church and they're missing out. How can you really do this in a church? I would say make friends, smile, shake hands, stick around after the service, arrive early, ask other people questions about themselves serve? Where are you gifted? Or to what ministry are you called? One way of finding community is to serve together and then find a mentor or be a mentor. There are problems in our churches today with generational gaps. And I believe so strongly in closing those generational gaps, allowing people to, well, I tell my husband all the time, one of the best small groups we ever participated in was the most diverse group, both ethnically, age-wise. We had couples with small children. We had young people. We had singles. We had uh, grandmas and grandpas. And that small group with its, uh, its diversity was a representation of all of the types of people in our congregation. Because of that, I felt that it just was the sweetest mesh of people. Maybe I just belong with a, a mismatch of people. <laughs> Maybe the, the mismatches are my people. Hey, that's who Jesus hung out with. Maybe that's me. And then I would say that we need to have protection. In order to build strong roots, we've got to have protection. And our protection is the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. Trees can be vulnerable to pests and diseases that damage their roots. And protecting trees from these threats 
helps ensure that they draw they they grow strong and healthy roots. When you became a believer, you were marked in God with the seal, the promised Holy Spirit, who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are God's possession to the praise of his glory, Ephesians 1.13. God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, Romans 5.5. 5. There is power in assurance. There is protection for our future. Max Licato's book, Help Us Here, explains Sealing declares ownership and secures the contents. Sealing is the act that says, this is mine and this is protected. The Holy Spirit delivers and protects us from evil by use of the full armor of God. Paul wrote, stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, Ephesians six fourteen through 17 The word of God works in tandem with the Spirit of God to provide the protection of God. The Spirit of God in you helps you recall the truths and principles that you know. And when that pest, the enemy, comes knocking at your door, Whispering lies like, who do you think you are? God doesn't care about you. He's left you alone to cope with this problem. Then the protection of the Holy Spirit steps in to remind you that this is not true. God is near to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. In Ephesians three twenty and 21, which are the verses after the parts about the root that we have shared today, these verses give us exponential power explaining how the Spirit of God not only provides protection, but the Spirit of God living inside of us provides power. Romans eight eleven in the New Living Translation says, The Spirit of God, who raised Jesus from the dead, lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by this same Spirit living within you. And in Ephesians three twenty and 21, We close with now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. So I pray that in this instant world that we live in where self-gratification and instantaneous solutions are abundant, that we would grow healthy roots of faith with these six things. Number one, the soil of God's love. Number two, Jesus, the living water. Number three, sunlight, the truth of God's word. Number four, space, an environment where we can have a beautiful, quiet time with God. Number five, climate, a community of believers, a church where we can live and grow and thrive. Number six, the protection of the Holy Spirit. I pray that these six beautiful, healthy ways to grow strong roots would be evident in your life today. If you'd like to grow stronger roots, take the time to join us in the perfect peace, planting my eyes on Jesus Bible reading journal. This resource is available in paperback or digital download form. I will make sure to put the links in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening in today. Until next time, God sees you and knows your need. 
Thank you for listening to the Untangling Life podcast with Rachel Wojo. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, be sure to subscribe. For show notes and free resources, visit rachelwojo.com. See you again soon. Hello, my name is Adam Comer. And I'm Ryan Chittister. And we're the host of Life After Addiction Podcast. If you or someone you love struggles with addiction, check us out, Life After Addiction Podcast, and you can subscribe at lifeaudio.com.